July 2021 was one of the worst months in recent memory for many B2B SaaS marketers. Now, almost everyone in my network was sharing horror stories about sudden drops in leads. And it brought up the same set of questions for many businesses. What led to this? How long will this last? And is this a systemic failure or a short-term problem that will recover quickly? You'd think that most B2B SaaS companies would be prepared to answer these questions. They'd know the common reasons that can lead to periodic drops and have a defined process to investigate the source of these issues. It turns out, many don't. Many companies were left feeling completely in the dark. They were unsure of which data to look at or even where to start. And the most they could do really was ask other people if they were seeing the same thing. Now, while that's useful to an extent, it leaves companies without agency or certainty in how to figure out if the drop is a result of short-term fluctuation or a larger technical issue. To help marketers in my network, I wrote a Twitter thread explaining the process that I use when I'm in this situation. And it consists of two basic things. Number one, understanding the most common potential reasons for seeing a sudden drop in leads. And two, understanding how to figure out which is the most likely source of the issue in your particular situation. Now, if you have a process for this, you're more likely to catch larger technical issues that might be the source of the problem and fix them before they become really damaging. You'll also have a better idea of when drops are simply a result of seasonality or of holiday periods, and thus not a cause of major concern, really. Now, in this episode, I'll walk through the same five common reasons for seeing sudden drops in conversion and expand on each one of them in more detail. I'm Mark Thomas. I'm the head of growth at Powered by Search. And today I'm going to talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you want to read more, you should go to our website. It's poweredbysearch.com and check us out there. If you've ever worked in Europe, you'll know that between May and September, it is harder to close deals unless you're selling beach towels. That's seasonality. Every country and industry has periods in the year where people buy less stuff. And this is particularly relevant for B2B SaaS. Now, when people are taking their kids on summer vacations, there are fewer people at work shopping for business software products, right? But you shouldn't just assume this is the problem if you see a massive drop in leads during July, for example. You need to dig into your analytics to ensure that there isn't a major technical problem happening. But if you don't find any deeper technical issues, it's certainly possible that seasonality is the culprit. This is a short-term problem that's likely to recover in one to two months. If you want to try combating seasonality, you can ramp up your marketing activities in the period leading up to the drop. And if you can increase conversions in the months prior to your seasonal low period, you can compensate for that when the drop comes. Here's an example of how you might approach this. Step one would be to look at your acquisition overview report in Google Analytics. Select your conversion goal, and then select the month of July as your date range and compare that to the previous period. Now, obviously in the rest of this episode, I'm going to be referring to the month of July because that is when that happened originally for many marketers, but this works for any month of the year. Step two would be to look at the percentage difference in goal completions between the two months or periods. Step three is work out what that percentage drop equates to in absolute numbers of leads. For example, if you average 100 leads per month and you're down 25%, you'd be down 25 leads in July. Basic maths. Step four would be next year, 
increase marketing activity, example, investment in PPC, in the two to three months prior to or following the seasonal dip sufficiently so that you make up that number of absolute leads over the course of those surrounding months. The second reason for a drop in leads is holiday periods. Now, we all know that Christmas is a slow time in the Western world, but it's not the only time holiday periods can cause sudden drops in leads. In July, for example, there are five holiday days for B2B SaaS companies selling to North America because of long weekends for Canada Day and July 4th. Because B2B SaaS is sold across borders, if you don't take into account regional holidays like this, you can easily miss when holiday periods are the source of a sudden drop in conversions. The approach to compensating for these holiday drops is the same as I described earlier in the episode for seasonality, so ramping up marketing efforts in the prior or following months. But how can you be sure that a drop is commensurate with the number of holiday days? First, go to conversions, goals, overview in Google Analytics. Then select the conversion goal that you're tracking and the comparison date range as you did in the example of seasonality above. Look at the percentage difference in conversions. In the Google Shopping Test account, for example, they saw a 5.98% decrease in conversions in July 2021. Then there's a simple formula that you can use to get perspective on the drop that you're seeing. And that is the number of holiday days in your market divided by the total number of days in your month and then multiply that by 100. So if you were doing this for July in North America, it would be five, that's the number of holiday days, divided by 31, which is the total number of days in the month, times 100, which is about 16%. And note here is that conversions continue to happen on weekends in SaaS, particularly self-serve. So it is important to include the weekend days associated with each holiday in this example. To continue with the Google Store example above, if you only saw a 6% drop in conversions with 16% fewer working days, you wouldn't be feeling too bad about that. Now, if you saw a drop in conversions that was closer percentage-wise to the percentage of fewer days, you could safely assume that the drop was due to the holiday period. And if you saw a drop in conversions that was significantly larger than the percentage of fewer days, then you'd want to continue investigating for deeper issues. For example, the third reason for a drop in leads is decreased traffic through main channels. If your traffic is down, even if you maintain your conversion rate, you're still going to see a drop in conversion volume. Every channel has a different process for investigating this as the source of your leads drop. In a minute, I'm going to cover how to do this for organic search and PPC. Let's start with organic search. Now to compare organic search traffic, you could either use Google Analytics, Search Console, or even an SEO tool like Hrefs if you really need to. In analytics, it's useful to look at the differences in new users via organic search. You can do that by going to acquisition and then overview. And then you select a date range comparison as we've done previously in this episode. Now in an example that I've included in the accompanying blog post, the links in the show notes as always, you can see this account saw a 14.46% decrease in organic traffic between June and July. Now that can be matched up on the percentage decrease in conversions to get some perspective on whether or not that may be one of the sources of the drop in leads. And if you want to dig deeper, you can look at an SEO tool to factor in clicks and keyword positions. For example, in Google Search Console, you could go to search results, then select total clicks and average position as your filters, then select date range comparison. 
In an example, again, that I've included in the post, this account saw about 1K fewer clicks in July, despite having slightly improved average ranking position. The key indicator here is a roughly 20% decrease in clicks via organic search. Similar to how I described earlier, you could compare this to the percentage drop in conversions to see how they match up. That will give you an insight into whether a drop in organic traffic may have been the leading source of your leads drop. Now let's talk about paid traffic. Investigating paid traffic as the source of lead drops is more complex and dynamic than other channels because consistent PPC optimization is key to getting great results. Metrics such as budget, average cost per click, search impression share, and clicks can often change and evolve rapidly from week to week. For example, your PPC team may be making adjustments to respond to rising click costs, or a new competitor may have entered the space and begun to affect your rankings. Now with that said, there are some baseline comparisons you can look at to see how results differ from month to month. For example, in Google Ads, you can go to Campaigns and then select the date range comparison. In particular, you should look at the percentage share lost to budget, the percentage share lost to rank, and the percentage changes in average CPC. Now, if you see significant changes in results month over month, you should investigate further through Google Analytics and your ads accounts to confirm if this may be the source of your leads drop. And again, a note, when investigating paid traffic, you'd want to take the equivalent steps in each of the platforms where you're running ads. So Bing or LinkedIn or Facebook and Instagram. Now, just a quick mention for our new show, The Conduit. Now, if you've been following us for a while, you'll know that we're big into audio and podcasts at Powered by Search. And we actually produce a bunch of different shows, including SaaS Marketing Bytes that you're listening to now, Inflection Point, and our other new show, Insider Marketing. They're all about B2B SaaS and how to get better at marketing a SaaS company. Now, a lot of people have multiple subscriptions to our shows. And because we're putting out more and more stuff, I wanted to give you a single subscription to get all our audio at. And you can try it out there. And if you like what you're hearing, you can subscribe to the individual shows too. So now you get every podcast that we put out and a whole bunch of bonus content like masterclass audio, special presentations, and occasional Q&As with SaaS marketing experts on this one single subscription. Now, if you're thinking that sounds great, you can go ahead and find The Conduit wherever you get your podcast. It's available on all the directories. So hit subscribe there and wait for the lovely, lovely content to hit your ears. You can expect to hear a lot more from me. Oh, and don't forget to tell a friend. The fourth reason that you might see a drop in leads is decreased on-page conversion rate. Now, if you've made updates to key pages on your site recently, updated page design and copy can have a significant impact on conversions. For example, at my previous company, we had a landing page that was converting around 4%. I've put a screenshot on the accompanying post. The message was real-time surveys designed for big screen presentations, and it was focused on our customer segment of event organizers. Now, when we updated the page design and copy, the page began converting at 14%. This is the level of impact that relatively simple site updates can have on conversions. And while in this case, the update led to an increase in conversions, the inverse is also really common. Often SaaS businesses can make updates to key landing pages. And without realizing that page's conversion rate can drop off significantly. 
So this is another key area to investigate when you see a sudden drop in conversions. To investigate if this has been the source of a leads drop, look back at your last month and ask yourselves what updates you've made to the pages where most of your conversions come from. If you've changed any of the copy, design, or images on your page, it's possible that the new version just isn't landing, right? Consider rolling back changes for the rest of the month to see whether your conversion rate improves. If the rate does improve, think twice about updating the page again. And if it doesn't, you should continue investigating to identify the real source of the problem. The next place we'd look is technical problems for conversion rate. Now, occasionally you'll have made a more fundamental change to your SaaS website that impacts your conversion rate. If your developer or designer has pushed new code recently, make sure your conversion forms are clickable and submittable on the key pages throughout your site. Sometimes, a very small coding issue can be the source of a big drop in conversions. Investigating this as the potential issue is similar to the process described above for on-page conversion. Begin with checking what updates have shipped to the key pages in the last month. Common examples of technical problems would include the form submit button isn't correctly wired up, pages are struggling to load, users might be seeing a white window and bouncing. That's often the case if you've previously run A-B tests and haven't updated your settings. Browser-based issues may mean that key page elements are hidden to visitors and someone accidentally deleted the sign-up form. This has actually happened to me. <laughs> now, one approach to investigating this further is to watch user sessions on a site like Hotjar to see what users are doing and where their snags are happening. Look out for things like users not scrolling beyond the fold, rage clicks, which is where a user is clicking multiple times in frequent succession. That's a sign that something is broken or not behaving as the user expects. It's actually usually the latter. Users are moving their cursor aimlessly. That would mean that you're attracting unqualified visitors. For example, they, they literally have no idea what they're there to do. Or users are moving their cursor rapidly, which is probably a sign that you're confusing the user with your layout or messaging, and they're moving their cursor aimlessly while looking for the next move that they should take. In addition, if you have event tracking, look at event level data for things like submit button clicked or start trial clicked to see whether there's been a drop off. Now in the accompanying blog post, I've included a visualization here of a funnel that we worked on and it's mapped out where the length of the bars shows the percentage of people who progress between steps during the period of each week and the left and right funnels show how the progression changed over time. The right funnel is significantly better just as a spoiler alert there. Now we started working on the stages where zero people converted and then monitored the impact, making changes in response to improvements in conversion. Lastly, you'd want to look at your site on different browsers to ensure that there's not a browser-specific design issue hiding key elements and run a page load time test. If your site is running low, you might be losing business attention. Let's pull this all together. Periodic drops in leads are inevitable in B2B SaaS marketing. When they're significant, it's essential to have a defined framework for investigating the source of the problem. Companies who have this are quicker to catch technical issues before they lead to a huge loss of revenue and missing quarterly targets. They also have peace of mind when drops in leads are the result of a natural fluctuation like seasonality and holiday periods. By following the process that we've laid out in this episode, you'll be better off than many companies out there who don't know where to start when these situations come up. I'll see you next time. 
Now, if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our assessment page, or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter. I'm at I am Mark Thomas. That's Mark with a C. Or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, and connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.